Lane had a, you know, I have a pretty cool memory with him is that he invited me to go see The Godfather at uh, in Who a did? theater. And uh, I'd seen the movie before. Who you did? Know, Lane. Oh. And, you know, it's one of those things where, like, the respect's there, but it's not one of my favorite movies. Um, watching it at home, it does get a little dry, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it's, it's like, long. it's like, hell yeah, I'm going to go see The Godfather. You know, everybody's going. That's fine. And we're sitting in the back row, and I don't love sitting in the back row, especially like at Jackson 10, or any place where the seats are just all on the same level. Like if we're going up at an incline, cool, no problem at all. Um, but we're sitting in the back, and I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, movie starts, and that's why I think I just, there's nothing like being in a theater watching something. There's no distractions. It's dark. All that you can see is the screen. And it was like a completely different experience watching the movie in a theater compared mm-hmm. to watching that movie at home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's no moment for you to check your phone. There's no moment for you to, you know, get up to do whatever. Yeah, when those movies came out, they didn't have cell phones. So, well, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and I'm just the saying. thing about it is, too, is those movies were so long, you know, what, pushing almost three hours? Yeah, it's definitely. They would like actually have intermissions. Like halfway through. Well, Gone with the Wind is like that still now because that bitch is like four hours long. Fuck the Irish. I Netflix should have done that with the Irishman. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not one of those guys who's going to dog the length of the Irishman. You know, Marty can do whatever he wants. Um, yep. I don't give a fuck. I'm a wa- I, wa- I watch that shit, so I'm not. We you did know, too. That's how it was. What'd you intended. think of it? Um, you know, it was you great. You going to read the book? I'd like to. I, oh, that's a good book. I think I was at Barnes and Noble last year, and you before the movie came out, you were telling me that I said, "Mom, I'm trying to get into reading. What do you suggest?" And you just initially said that was one of your favorite books. It was. And then later, I can't I, believe they turned around and turned it into a movie. I know. I that was the funny thing is I'm like, oh fuck, that's the same. That's the story that fucking Scorsese's doing with De Niro and Pacino and Pesci. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is. It's an excellent book. You know, in in some vein, I I think what I saw, it's like. Yeah, it's kind of what I expected. You know, we've seen Goodfellas. We've seen Casino. Half of me is like, yeah, it's kind of what I expected, so it landed. It's not like I was upset with what I got, um, but I just kind of felt like I kind of know what I'm getting, and then I watched it, and I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much what I was expecting. Well, um, you know, the thing about it is it's based on true events. Yeah, man. yeah. You know, yeah. I think that Den- Joe Pesci might have been my favorite part of the movie. I was so impressed so with that. So reserved. I tell. He was fine. I mean, he's only he fine. he's in that movie for like You're five talk minutes. Talk about the wolf like that. He's literally in it. For <laughs> the five wolf. Minutes. But the, they did some really interesting stuff. You know, every time they would show a character, you see when they died. You yeah. know, I thought that was a really powerful thing mm-hmm. to do. Um, De Niro's performance, I think, is really cool too. Because normally, you know, we we think of the impression. You know, the the you know just the way that he's got a facial expression, just the way he talks. And I thought that this performance was pretty reserved. Mm-hmm. Um, which is nice, you know. Going into it, uh, everybody's saying Al Pacino steals the show. Uh, I didn't necessarily I did think, not that. think that. I thought Joe Pesci mopped the floor with oh, Al Pacino. Yeah. Not that I thought yeah. that Al Pacino was bad, but no. But you know, I it's think like that he hit Pesci, a certain... Pesci, that was a different side of Pesci than what you're used to. You know, we get the loud mm-hmm. Pacino, arrogant Pacino type character. We've gotten that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as it's gotten, I've only watched it once, um, but as it's kind of soaked in. I kind of have more of an appreciation for it, just seeing some different opinions and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody said um, that the first half of Scorsese's career kind of dealt with crime and all different kinds of stuff like that, you know, more gritty side of things. Mm-hmm. And then as he's gotten older, he's gone into this whole religion thing, you know. Um, I mean, Last Temptation of Christ was still in the 80s, but you get that, you know, Silence was a big movie that came out. He's just kind of... We can see that his focuses have gone into different stuff and that this is kind of a an awesome blend of both of those things. Right. And I think, oh, man, when I first watched it, I didn't really think of that. So, you know, maybe I think he is at the perfect time of his life to make this movie. Um, but if we're going to talk about The Irishman, I don't think we can get around talking about the de-aging. Um, I can't tell if it got better as it went on or if I just got used to it. Um, but from the start, like when we see De Niro in the car, I was like, oh, fuck dude this is rough but as it went on i got used to it um 
It didn't so, bother me. It didn't bother me. I didn't pay much attention to well, it. Well, here's another thing that they they bring it up on the ringer a lot, <clears throat> but just there's no, you know, you can change how somebody's face looks or whatever, but there's no really getting around that these people move like old men, mm-hmm. you know, so specifically the scene where he, you know, goes and beats up the dude at the little grocery store that, you know, yeah. gave his daughter a hard time. Yeah. Dude, he's moving like molasses. Like, it's like just blatant, you know, mm-hmm. but... I don't know. I think for me, what that, do you? Well, what do you do to improve that? You know, what more could you do to make it look? Well, here's more the thing. Realistic. You know, Doctor Sleep just came out this year too, and um, we we just see so, a lot. The sequel to The Shining. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you know, and today we're seeing more and more de aging stuff. We saw it in Avengers Endgame. You know, we're, we're seeing it all over the place. And I was in a spot where I'm like, man, I don't like this. Maybe they should just recast it. You know, why? Why even bother? it's just it, it takes me out of the movie a little bit but i go and see dr sleep and you're so analytical man spoiler alert they they recast jack nicholson's character in it there's a conversation that's had between um his son and him at the end of the movie and i 100 percent out no thank you I don't want any part of that at all. Somebody else playing Nicholson's part, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that. It was fucking like, it was almost, it felt disrespectful to me just because maybe it's just that movie, but it's like, that's literally just one of the most iconic movie characters of all. Maybe that's why I was so. I don't know, Luca, because I just saw a picture of him at one of the basketball games or something and he looked crazy as hell. I think he's always well, looked crazy. They, so. they could, you know, just digitally, I mean, digitally put him in. Remember you know? the the witches at Eastwick and how his hair got all crazy? Well, that was him at the basketball game like last week. <laughs> That's how you know he's made it. You know, he could show up like that. Yeah. Dude, I saw pictures of him after uh, he did The Departed at the Academy Awards. He's fucking bald. It was the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. I hope you don't go bald. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I'm, yeah, no like, shit. No, this is the scariest thing that's ever happened to me in my life. <laughs> I'd rather off myself. As soon as I saw a bald spot, it it's easy, over. Frank. Take it easy, huh? It's over. Okay, what else you got, Lou? Um, I don't know. We're just we're just vibing. We're just talking. Um, what you got, Ange? Yeah, well, is there abortion? anything you want to talk about? What's on the top of your head? Okay, Luca. Welcome back. Welcome to the jungle. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as colleges go, uh, what do you prefer? Do you, did you, do you prefer where you're at now over Columbia, or did you prefer Columbia? Um, I think I'll still say that me being at Columbia was kind of the best three, four months I've had in my life. Yeah. Um, that could, but that's due to the experience I had while I was there. You know, Cubs won the World Series. That was my first shot at film, you know, running around the city, getting, you know, kicked out of the train station filming places. <laughs> um, the food, uh, being a part of the big Chance the Rapper movement that was going on. You know, that that's when I met Avery. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when we had our one night stand anniversary. Um, Your one night stand anniversary. That's what we call it. We have an anniversary and then we have a one night stand anniversary. Um, love it. Um, Sluts. You're not wrong. She's probably gonna freak out when she hears this. She's gonna be like, "Oh my god!" No, um, that's okay. We did, but the same you know, thing. If, if we're asking about the school specifically. I think my time at RVC is probably the best that I've had at any school. Um, taking multiple classes and stuff that I want to go for. I've, you know, my first semester went so well. I started working at the school. They asked me if I would work for them, and now I have a fucking podcast. I'm doing things that I never really thought that I had planned on doing before. Um, just a lot of opportunity. I think I thrive in kind of those smaller situations where it's classes of only 12 to 15 people rather than going to uh, a bigger school where there's like 50 kids in the class. Yeah. You know, Stadium seating you and know, shit. I, I've, uh, I've made a lot of friends with a lot of my teachers, and um, I guess you could say I'm having a good go of it. Um, All right, mate. Yeah. Uh, 
So, yeah, I think right now is kind of the best I've had it. Okay. Yeah. So where does it go from here? Uh, Nowhere but up. What about you? you Good got answer. Any, you got Good any answer. questions on the top of your head? Uh, For me or mom? Yeah. Um, I'm sure I can come up with something. What was... Uh, what would be your favorite top three that we've that we've went through? Ever? Yeah, ever. Dude, I don't know. Because um, for the listening listening audience, uh, we used to go to this particular restaurant uh, Sundays, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. You know, get breakfast, mm-hmm. and while we were waiting for our food, we would say, "Okay, top three, this or that." Metal bands. Yeah. Top three. R&B bands. Top three. Uh, favorite songs of all time. Right. If you're gonna, top three if you're on a desert island and you've only got three albums to take, what would they be? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, just off the top of my head, my favorite one that I probably had was, it was just me and you. Mm-hmm. You said top three reasons you like... Your dad more than your mom. Oh, <laughs> I he, said that. No, I'm just kidding. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I was say, don't fucking do that, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um, you can leave right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, honestly, I have no. We've played it for so long. It's almost like we do a question, and then I, I kind of erase it from my head. Okay. Well. Luca. My mom's eating cake. That cake? I am eating cake. I have this thing about chocolate cake with white Let frosting. Them I eat like cake, it. She said. Let them eat cake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let those bitches eat cake. Um, what? Uh, Luca, in your upbringing. Uh oh. What? What have you taken with you? Um, as far as like advice or, um, uh, like, I don't know the words, it's not inspiration isn't the, isn't the right word. Okay. Um, uh, from your upbringing, uh, your dad, uh, me, both of us together, what, what stands out in your head? Give me, give me two or three examples of things that have that have made an impact and and helped you okay well there's a couple things that come to my mind um in general i would say that when it comes to mom i think of more like stuff about me you know not being afraid of who i am you know trying you know not worry about what other people think standing up for myself um just kind of all those kind of independent sort of things where when i think of dad I think of more how to treat other people, how to kind of look at the world with an open eye. You know, he barked at me for a long time about not looking down on just manual labor as a whole. Mm -hmm. Because there was a period there where I thought, you know, if he didn't go to college, then, you know, it's for the birds. Yeah, you know. And then there was a period there where I lost my job. Mm -hmm. Um, Place closed down. And then I was thankful enough that one of my buddy's dad's uh, he's a contractor, and he let me work for him for a couple months before I moved to Rockford. Uh, shout out to Jimbo. And uh, it was a total eye-opener. You know, we busted our ass every day and just seeing, like, what that life was like and just seeing how hard the work mm-hmm. um, was. You know, Dad has always said, you know, you know, we would be talking about specific jobs. And he's like, yeah, where do they work in? You know, people had to build those Mm-hmm. those places and you know the equipment that people use and stuff and you know i mean obviously both the grandparents were you know were physical labor workers for their whole lives so i can mm-hmm. see how for you it's it's even more like in instoned in you um but you know it, it was up until that moment i didn't really um appreciate or recognize that so that's something that sticks with me but when i moved to columbia or to uh Chicago to go to Columbia um you kind of know being in a big city you notice people kind of uh almost a don't give a fuck attitude you know they're going about about their day 
Um, and just I noticed that when I would go to any restaurant or just a little store or something, uh, that's something Dad's pretty good at. But he, you know, he gets to a register and says, oh, how are you doing today? You know, he kind of has a little bit of a kind. And then there's a lot of times where their eyes would open up and they'd say, uh, good. Yeah, and I said, really good? Or like kind of, you know, I know it's retail. I worked it. Yeah. And like, yeah, fuck, it sucks. And we'd be <laughs> laughing, you know. Um, but just kind of being willing you know dad's really good at calling people by their first names because he sees their name tag uh, yeah and he's, he's very good at it a lot of times they're like huh they're like yeah. name tag and they're like oh you know <laughs> yeah. every time yeah it's, um, it's it's funny how they're like do i know you and i'm like no how do you know my name mm-hmm. like, well it's on your name tag <laughs> <laughs> like oh and they smile and like well thank you yeah mm-hmm. you know so it's it's both um just the stuff you do. So there's kind of that side of it, but then there's also the the simple side of stuff that I don't want to do. You know, you know, mom. No, actually, both of you freaking smoke, but just growing up, it's so sketched in my brain. Mom smoking in the car at the house. It's like the last thing I ever wanted to do. Um, you know, you should try it. <laughs> you've worked hard to become the person you are today. Um, That's not without the 800 fights you've been in with whoever about whatever. Um, and I, you know, looked at that and said, okay, what not to do? Cause I don't want to, I just don't want to have my guard up all, all the, the time. time. You know, yeah. it's so exhausting. It's hard. it's hard. Um, so, you know, both of you, I think, you know, I've seen a lot of times where dad has held a lot of stuff in and, you know, there'd be times where I'm like, man, like, I don't really know what to say to him because I know he's kind of in a funky mood, you know, and I see myself kind of falling in some of those patterns mm-hmm. and, you know, he, you know, it's like since you guys moved down here. Uh, I remember that we went to the beach one day and me and dad just have our toes in the sand and he's saying some stupid metaphor about how life is like the sand beneath our feet. And I'm like, I almost, I was like, oh my gosh, this is one of those moments in a movie where I'm like, oh, I can't even watch this. You know, it's like cringy, but you know, I, you know, you're, you're so much more open than you were even two years ago, let alone than when I was a kid. Um, so that's something I'm trying to get a lot better at too. Uh, so I guess with my upbringing, it's kind of a combination of stuff that you've said and just kind of your actions, kind of, uh, what not to do and stuff that I, you I'm know. glad that I could help instill in you what not to do. <laughs> it's like, do I want to have every yeah, car too. ride feel like I have whiplash afterwards? <laughs> no. Okay. Check. Don't do that. Yeah. What? No, it's just funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, mom had a pretty spicy question. You got? What do you got? You got anything? Um, I thought I asked the first one. Well, you did, but we went. You know, you asked one. Oh, she we're going asked round one. table. Mine, mine as well. All right. Or I guess if we're going round table, then I can throw one out. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um. See, you ain't even got one. Well, I don't know. Do we want to stay in the same vein of serious stuff, or could it just be anything? It can be anything. Ask anything. Serious, not serious, doesn't matter. You can edit all this stuff, right? Okay. You guys have the free opportunity to go on any game show that you want. Which one do you think you'd do the best at? You know, we we spent a lot of time sitting here talking shit, watching The Price is Right, (laughs) watching uh, fucking... I'm going Price is Right. I'm going Yahtzee. Yahtzee? (laughs) The fuck are you talking about? I know. Remember when I had Yahtzee elbow? You... You would. Jeopardy. You don't. You might. Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Maybe. No. Fuck that. Yeah. Never. No. Never mind. <laughs> no. I know. I can't. I fuck up watching Cash Cab, not knowing right? anything, let oh, alone fucking Cash Jeopardy. Cab. I love that show, man. What? Shouts out to Cash Cab one time. Is this still on? I don't think so. Damn it. You want to be on which show? Price is right. Oh, you would. I want to do Plinko. Plink, I want to play that game too, though. <laughs> and spin the wheel. No, I don't want to spin the wheel. Uh-uh. I've seen too many people fall. Stop. Family Feud would be fun. Oh, Family Feud would be a riot. Oh, yeah, I would dig Our that too. Our family at a Family Feud? Oh, I know. <laughs> Steve Harvey? Oh, that would be some funny shit. I miss Richard Dawson. Steve. That suit is a bit much. <laughs> I think my guess would... I know I'd probably like Family Feud with everyone. I think that'd be oh, a that'd good be one. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. 
Did you pick one? I wasn't sure what you, you know, there's, you kind of gave love to a little bit. I agreed with you. Okay. So family feud it is. All right, dad, your question. Favorite moment? Of what? Three of us, family, together. Uh, well, we, we've, uh, we've been or fortunate. Or one of your favorite moments. We've been fortunate to, to take a lot of vacations together. Mm-hmm. Um and to you know Paul Simon something that keeps getting brought up mm-hmm. I kind of want to think outside the box time. I kind of want to come up with a better one so do I'm, it I'm gonna let mom answer first while I think do it one of the best like vacations that we've had together just a moment that all three of us have had together yeah. something that it's like boom 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 well I remember the the trip that we took to um, Florida when we went down to see Rob, and okay. you got into the argument with the guy at oh, the collectible store, <laughs> and you told you him, pissed. and you told him that Prince was the king. <laughs> yeah. Elvis is the king of rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that right? Yeah, Prince. Well, who is? Prince. Prince. <laughs> and he said, well, I think that's a matter of opinion, young man. <laughs> he was fucking pissed. Oh, well, he was the, mad. He was. Well, it was like a memorabilia store. Yeah. You could tell he was a fan of the king. Yeah. And Rob, being a dick, says, hey, Luca, go up and tell him that <laughs> Prince is the king of rock and roll. He's good at that. And he I was said, really good at that one. Yeah. I really said, good. okay. Yep. Um, man, what the fuck? What, what, I want to I wanna do a throwback. Do it then. I'm thinking, man. I'm thinking. What the F? Mother f- Well, I have to tell you, though, I do. One thing that I think that is, it's kind of, it's kind of odd that you're, you know, you like you have your podcast and you're kind of going into the film industry and things like that. But this right now is taking me back to when you did what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah you better fill them in on that one that's fitting um so your guys uh bud uh billy crooks uh was billy a, t pew pew, pew, he, pew he was a local radio personality what well, was he in the lansing area at the time yeah. he was on six, yep. wasn't he? east lansing yeah so uh, we would go over there from time to time, and I'm sure you guys got a kick out of it, but you did a little soundbite of me when I was a wee little lad, and uh, we'd be on the radio, or we'd be listening to the radio, and you'd hear, uh, what are you doing? And he'd, he'd play that on air. Um, I haven't heard it in years, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's a good story. I'm sure I got the, the uh, CD still, so I'll try to dig that up. I'm trying maybe to think can, a moment. Maybe there. you can use it as a drop on your uh, podcast. Yeah, that would be a good drop. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Um, boy, well, it's like I have really good stories for both of you individually. What? But, like, I'm trying to think of one where all three of us. You know, I always, my mind always goes back to when we would go to that place in the mall. And we'd be waiting for our food. And that you would make a little football mm-hmm. out of it. And then we're playing. We'd play football on the table. Yeah. Um, Touchdown. Touchdown. We still do that. Touchdown. We still do that, by the way. Oh, I know. Yeah, I have one that's in my other purse. I keep forgetting <laughs> it to put it, in, put it in my bag. Um, Boy, there's got to be a better one out there that I'm not thinking of. This is this is rough since it's the three of us, you know. If, if there should be anything that'd be easy, it'd be this one. On the spot, though, this is kind of tough. Dead air. Dead air. Whatever happened, uh, you five minutes ago said, oh no, we can edit this out. So give me a break thinking of this. What about what about when we used to take you to the beautiful store? See, but I'm so young, I can barely remember this stuff. You know, I'm trying to think of something where... Oh, when you're older? Yeah, when all three of us are doing something. That what is funny, funny as hell. One moment that sticks out to me that's, it's not even like a, it's not a necessarily a great moment between us, 
but uh, it was after I did Harvey, that play, and then um, I think it was the last night we did that show, and we all went out to Bone Island afterwards, but Riley's whole family went out, and that was kind of like the first time we all kind of hung out together, which is kind of weird, you know, because obviously you know his parents from when he'd get picked up and stuff, but other than that, it wasn't like you guys ever talked, so like having both of the families there sharing one big table was a really weird feeling because it's like, wow, we've been friends since we were in sixth grade and now we're seniors in high school and this moment is finally happening. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. That's that's one that always kind of sticks with me. We always loved that guy, man. Mm-hmm. Bradley was he's a good kid. Heck yeah. Know? And uh, what he's married now and he's fucking you know, married now. Won't be soon. Too long before he has kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he'll have little kids. Who do you Brady? think? Who do you think is going to be the first one? Between him and Tony, uh, it's probably well. Riley's married and Tony's married, so obviously those are that. the first choices. Um, but it could be Cayman. Oh be yeah. Kate. Um, boy, what, be... what can I get in trouble saying on here? Uh, Cayman, I would say, <laughs> is very cautious. Yeah. In his endeavors. So, so use condoms. He's a motherfucker. <laughs> we're four at the same time. Uh, and then. I, Good for him. I don't think you know. I would. I would be shocked if D was at one of the first three people. Um, so I'd probably say Tony and Kylie is probably the first people. What about Trevor? Uh, I think he's just got out of a relationship, but if fuck, he's got a house now. That's pretty attractive. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. And you never know. Um, oh yeah, he but got a house, man. He could knock somebody up with quickness. <laughs> <laughs> With ease, boom, even just yep. being 22 and having the word, "Hey, you want to come back to my place?" Yep. Oh, with the, are your roommates home? Oh no, I have a house. Right. Swing. Yep. Um, so let's give a shout out to T Ward one time. Hello. <laughs> um, no, I'm gonna go. About, I'm gonna go Tony. I'm gonna go Tony Danica. Okay. Tony. Okay. Right now, I'd say you know you said Zach Brown. I I don't think in my head. And be like, what? No, that couldn't happen. But in reality, I'm like, if it did happen, I'd be like, okay, it kind of makes sense. But okay. I'm gonna, does he have I'm, a girlfriend? He does. Okay. Yeah, and there, I think he like. Wow, we're getting real personal on the pod. Uh, yeah, he like stays yeah, with no. her and stuff. That's what I was just thinking. But. Anybody who lives with anyone, it's like, anything could happen. So he does, and so we that's know a, that. That's an honorable mention. That's why you're here. <laughs> um. He's telling you to get closer to your mic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd probably, I'm, I'm for sure going with it. Because I know Tony and Kylie like want to have a kid, too. And I think that's a different motivation than just being a young married couple or a young couple. When are you having a baby? I don't want to have one for a while. But Avery right now has baby fever. So I am uh, walking around the house with a cross in front you're, of me. You're, so. so you're like you're in Florida. <laughs> I said, Mom, I gotta come home. You won't get away from me. No. Mama. No. No, I, you know, I had, up until, it was something I really struggled with because we got, wanted to go into the film industry. Those are crazy hours, you know, traveling all over the place and like wanting to be a parent at the same time. You know, there's a while there where all I wanted to do was be a dad mm-hmm. and like having a career that conflicts with that so much. It's like, fuck, dude, I don't know what I want to do. You know, I'm going to school for this, but at the same time, it's like I have other. I've always wanted to be a family man, mm-hmm. and I, had, I actually had to talk with Mrs. Warner about it, and she just gave me a a talk where she said, like, listen, you know, I got knocked up when I was young, and a lot of my friends did the same thing, and I had this one friend who went into really? the workforce, mm-hmm. and you know, she when she was younger, yeah, she did. She felt terrible because all of her friends were having babies. She went to all the baby showers and. You know, she's just working away, but, you know, with the work field that she went into, she was able to travel to New York, and she was able to travel here and there for business and different things, and, you know, she just, uh, I think when she got into her 30s, she finally met the one, you know, and they settled down and had a couple kids, and then looking back, well, she has kids, and her friends also have kids, but she was able to do all this stuff that her friends weren't able to do, Um, and I thought, man that's a pretty simple way of thinking of that why you know it was so 
I didn't know what to do. I was just so blinded by it. Just having that simple conversation was like, yeah, that really opened my eyes. Um, you know, I I have a lot a lot of stuff I want to do before I have a kid. So I, you know, I want to be at least thirty before I do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you I don't know, necessarily. You don't have to put an age or a, a time limit on it. That's kind of how I feel just, too. You, but you I, feel it. Like you feel it. At the same time, I don't want to be, you know, fucking Billy Joel having kids when I'm sixty something. Yeah. You know. You, know, you they, say that now, but well, they you joke never ab- know. They joke about it, and, you know, and when Harry met Sally, you know, Charlie Chaplin couldn't even carry his kids because he's so <laughs> fucking old. Um, I don't want to be that dude. Imagine well, not being well, able to have you, catch. Maybe that. you got lazy sperm to begin with, so. Damn. Yeah, I got to take a <laughs> head start, baby. Fuck. Start You're like, baby, we're going to have to go with uh, they do the artificial insemination. Right? <laughs> Whose sperm do you want? Oh, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) I'm going to use the word you don't want me to use. Stupid. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, so anyway, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you. I was just curious. That's all. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to know, like, how far out I'm looking here before. It's going to be a minute. Well. But fuck, the you know, I say that, is, and that's when the shit re- happens the next week. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to say, is, right she- now, I feel like I don't want it to happen for quite a while. No, oh, you're like eight years out? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the thing about it is, for the third time, is, you know, in the heat of the moment, you got to make sure that you keep that in your mind. It's the heat of the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what that song's about? Sure. Telling me you do pull out. <laughs> it was the heat <laughs> of the moment. <laughs> no, you know what? We're I'd I'd like to end it with a laugh. You know, the last thing we did, we were laughing, and I think that this, <laughs> at this point, we're all just staring at each other like a fucking good, the bad. Yeah, no. What questions do you have? Uh, I, I don't know. Actually, huh? Actually, now that I say that, I just thought about it. There was something I didn't Son get to bring up. Bitch, I thought we were going to end this thing. All right. Let, well, let him ask while it's he's like got the papers. It's like eight hours that we've done so far. Fuck it. All right. <laughs> no, no go I'm ahead, just Luca. Kidding. I'm kidding. No, you did it. It's over. Luca. It's over. I'll read it myself. I'm just kidding. All right. So, you guys have been here a lot longer than I have. So, I had a couple things written down um, of moments throughout history and pop culture. And I just want to know where you were. And what this memory was for you. Okay. Um, so I'll go uh, John Lennon being killed. Ooh, I think I was in Florida. You were in Florida? I think so. This one hurts my heart. That was what year, what year did it. that happen? 1980. December 8th. He was 40, wasn't he? Yep. Was I in Florida yet? I was sick. I was in what? The fifth grade, I think. No, I wasn't fourth, in Florida fourth yet. Or fifth grade. No, I wasn't there yet. Mm-mm. Are you gonna answer? Or? I don't know. But I, I, what's what's reminding me of it is it had to be like an anniversary or something because I remember being in Florida, and he, there was a like a magazine cover that his face was on the front of. And it, I think I talked to you about this one time, and I told you that it was really weird because I was really in a Beatles phase when I first got down there. It's like pretty much all I listened to were the Beatles, mm-hmm. and I Great go in, I go in the the local like gas station convenience store, okay. and they got the magazine rack, and on the rack there's something, and it's got Lennon's picture on it, and I read the he- like the headline of it. And it it was about his death. And it was one of those weird moments where it was like, I forgot he was dead. Like, because I was listening to him for, you know, I mean, it was all I listened to. Okay. What about you, Dan? Uh, for me, it was, I was in elementary school and I had been sick for a day or two prior, so I hadn't went to school okay and my dad came up to check on me on the morning of 
the ninth. Okay. And upstairs, I was in where Papa C's room is now. Mm-hmm. Sandy was in the other room, and he he sat down and he was like, "How are you feeling?" I was like. <laughs> Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Still feeling like shit, but... Uh, He's like, well, now you're going to feel even more like shit. Well, yeah. And, and this was like, you know, probably, what, 7, 7.30 in the morning? 7, 7.30? Uh, and he yelled at my sister. He was like, Sandy, John Lennon was shot last night. Killed. And I remember, you know... I was laying in the bed looking up at him saying that and it fucking hit my heart, man. Mm. Just because uh, he had... He'd introduced me to the Beatles and Elvis, which is kind of, you know... I think at the time you were like either Elvis... Well, you could be Elvis, Beatles, Stones... You know, yeah. when, when they were coming up, because that was like the early stuff. Uh, what, 60s, 64, you know, 1964. Uh, but I remember that. <clears throat> I didn't go to school that day, and I went back the next day because I was feeling better. Yeah. And for the next three days, my teacher was playing Beatles albums in Damn. class. Damn. And I knew all of them. Mm-hmm. She played Sergeant Pepper, and I was, I was singing along with every lyric. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was a that was that was a rough one, and just seeing um, seeing the reaction to people that went outside. I mean, there were thousands of people. It seemed like right outside of Central Park. Yeah, you know, in front of the Dakotas. Have playing, you ever been playing there? his music and crying? You know. Did you ever go there? Yes, I was fortunate enough to uh, stand across the street from the Dakotas, and I went to uh, the memorial that they have for him, which is just it's it's all tiled and it says Imagine. I Magnin. I Magnin. <laughs> Keep going. Um, right across from the Dakotas, and it's you know it's called Strawberry Fields. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, I got to actually pay my fucking respects to one of my heroes. Okay. What do you remember? When you heard the news that Prince Absolutely. or Michael Jackson died, mm-hmm. okay, which one first? I want to hear about both of them. I'd say the Prince one was more upsetting for me. Oh, was that it? was terrible. Yeah, I like cried hard. Did you? Absolutely, I did too. Um, Michael Jackson one I remember because I made a Michael Jackson joke only days before it happened, um, and it was a joke about him dying. So I remember the feeling of like the next couple of days of remembering him being in the hospital and then the news that he did kick the bucket. And, you know, growing up, that's been my favorite music artist, but it was never really a reality that I would be able to see him. So, you know, as upset as I was, I wasn't as torn up as I was about Prince. You know, Prince is somebody that you guys saw in 04. I wasn't lucky enough to see him uh, in 2015 when I was senior in high school he was doing a hit and run tour and this would have been he was coming to the d fox theater which i've still never been to yeah april 9th for those of you who don't know my birthday is april 10th so i was ready i had the money but you know i was a lazy bitch when it came to driver's training and i couldn't <laughs> drive as simple as that so it, it wasn't as simple as you know oh i can buy my ticket because i needed somebody to go with me uh shouted you guys out i messaged al and al was kind of giving me some hope and then you know later in the day she said she wouldn't be able to do it and then the ticket sold out like that and it just kind of fell through you know i still look at the set list and think god 
damn it. Yeah, well, the thing about it is, is and then, he wouldn't he wouldn't announce those shows until like the day before, mm-hmm. or two days before max. Yeah. You know, so it was like I was at JC when I got the news actually that he passed that's away. Why he called a hit and run? So I was sitting there talking with uh, this chick that went to Napoleon. And, you know, we're just in the library killing time. And then one of uh, that chick's friends comes up and sits next to us, and she says something about, oh, my mom was almost, like, annoying on the phone. She's freaking out about some prince dying. And I remember hearing, just in the back of my head, hearing that, and I'm like, what did you say? She's like, yeah, prince who? <laughs> yeah, I said, what do, you, what do you mean, some prince? She's like, yeah, I don't know. She said something about prince or some prince. And I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm like, trying to put this together because my I, my mind is telling me or my heart's telling me no that can't be prince prince you know there's got to be some prince out there but my mind is telling me name any prince in the world that any normal person knows mm-hmm. i don't know even fucking prince harry like what it's like no this can't be real and i like google it and i see the prince and i'm like no wait what and, you know, we're trying, we're getting more news by the, and I'm, then I'm starting to, like, pan, I can't even, this is all happening so fast, I'm, think of us having a conversation, and then I can't even remember what I was trying to say, because I'm like, it's, well, mm-hmm. this can't be, mm-hmm. he was fine, what do you, what do you mean he's, and then, <laughs> he was fucking gone, and I remember I had math, and I'm just sitting there, and I just had the blankest look on my face, is I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't fucking. Bl- and then there I, I left some... early. I didn't even fuck. I said I can't even do this, and I got my headphones in and I'm listening to Purple Rain and shit. I was a fuck. That was the saddest car ride I've ever. I, I haven't lost anybody super close to me, thankfully, yet. Um, well, so I mean, this is a sort sounds of, like he was. Well, that's the thing is like this is it was a pretty big deal for me. Yeah. Um, I get home and I you know we Spar we talked music, about man. it and I just went in my room. And I closed the door and I just fucking cried in my bed, dude. I was so mad because it was just one of those things. It's like I'm never going to be able to see this dude. Like if I gave you a top five of people that I want to see live in concert, he was number one. Can't blame you for that because he was, he was, he was, man, he could do it all. I know. He could do it all. And he did it all. Unbelievably I mean, most of the, talented. Most of the music that he played, he was like, oh, he, played he it was all so huge. He was so huge. I mean, just could do anything. And he was so tiny. He was a little I was guy. To put him on my lap. Little, like I said, little guy. Petty. What yeah. about uh, what about Prince. Elvis? Do you remember when Elvis passed away? What year was that about? Uh, I do. It was he passed away. I think in 1977. Oh, okay. It was August in '77. Uh, we wound up going. My dad was such a uh, a fan that we, for I don't know if it was just for his satisfaction or we were on a trip someplace else. I don't think so though. But we went to Graceland. Oh, like so you year been. after he died. So yeah. you've been there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Because I know Papa talking about It was before you could going. go inside. Oh, you could just stand outside and see it. You, well, you could go outside. You could go in the back yard, mm-hmm. like by the pool. You just yeah, couldn't guitar, go in the house. Guitar-shaped pool, and basically, he, him, and his mom were buried there. Their graves are there. Fuck. Right by the pool. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Would you rather have a an Eddie Murphy like raw or delirious suit or like a Vegas Elvis suit? I'd, I'd any day of the week. I'd go for a or. Vegas Elvis suit. Okay. Do you remember mom? With the eagle? Mm-hmm. I mean, you were pretty young. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys are only I remember I, fucking I had. I remember I had a uh, a red Elvis shirt, hmm. and it was around the like a t-shirt around the the time that he died. Um. But I'd still go for like probably raw. I get the Eddie Murphy raw suit. Oh hell yeah. I need the blue. That's halfway to a well, thriller remember, outfit right there. Yeah. You remember when we were at driving to school in the morning and I'd throw on Bossa Nova Baby or oh, I remember. Uh, uh, something off of uh, Separate Ways. Mm-hmm. You know, I slipped, I stumbled, I fell. What do you remember about, uh, about Live Aid? Live Aid? Uh, 
the biggest thing for me was like Ozzy was playing with Black Sabbath again. Mm-hmm. Judas Priest was there. Led fucking Zeppelin. Didn't, wasn't that kind of a botch, though? Yeah, for them. I mean, they... They didn't like the performance. That's why they didn't uh, release it on the DVD yeah. that was released. But, dude, it, it was just like... Was they, that on TV? It, How did that yeah, work? Yeah, it was on TV. Because I know that there were two different locations. There was the U.S. and then the, there was the yeah, it was one in uh, Europe. Yep. How did that work? Was, was London, there two? Was there London. two different streams, or was it all just one broadcast? Or like, could well, you flip channels to go back? back and forth? Okay, so that they. Well, I think the the one there was one in London, mm-hmm. and then here it was at JFK, which is in Washington D.C. Oh, why did I think Washington, it was in DC. Philly? I don't know. Yeah, I'm losing my mind. Well, but anyway, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> this one, in two in the morning. Um, okay. I think what, it was at JFK. Do you I remember the Maybe first time you heard "We Are the World"? Yes. Tell me about it. We are the world. I just remember. <laughs> we well, are that the that was a time where you know. We are. I I pretty much watched MTV every day. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, when I wasn't riding my bike. Yeah. We'd come home and get something to eat or get something to drink. And throw it on. And I was just, I was, what got me was how many of the different artists that I was into were all in one place. And we had Steve Perry, Billy Joel, Hall and Oates, Lionel Richie, Michael fucking Jackson, uh, Quincy Jones. Oh, yeah. You know writing the song you know directing it all mm-hmm. uh, Bruce Springsteen Bob Dylan Steve Perry you know Cindy Lauper Huey Lewis it was uh, did you like the song yeah I did Okay, I did I liked it more than like the the Christmas well, the one that Sting world. did yeah, with yeah, you yeah. too and But I mean that 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 I think that was the thing that kind of uh pushed pushed that forward. You oh know? okay. I think I don't think that without the Feed the World there wouldn't have been a We Are the World. Do you remember the first time you heard We Are the World, Ma? We are the world. Yeah, I was living in Florida. <laughs> Were you always living in Florida? No, that was just... It was just no, that... The, my, <laughs> my, no, my, my teen years are split up between... Um, Michigan, Florida. Michigan, Florida, and North Carolina. So there was a lot... Because I, I was living in Florida, but I would go, you know, go back to Michigan for the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, go back for holidays, things like that. Did you watch Live Aid? I watched that at Grandma Minnie's house oh, okay. with Lane. I think Paul was there. Oh, man, I just met him. Great yeah. dude. Yeah. Uh, next one. Uh, what do you remember about the grunge era? Oh, lots. Uh, Is that around the time when you guys would have gotten together? Yeah, yeah. We, we were together in, what, 90, Pretty close. 92? I think it was. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so I think it was like the year after. Yeah. What's what? the first? What's the first taste you got of it? it smells like Teen Spirit on yeah. TV. Oh yeah, when that that video well, hit. It's not even on TV. It was on the radio. Okay. It, but the it, video. Like okay. She she digs the video. Oh, she the video is great, dude. That that's literally one of the greatest albums ever made. Yeah. Mind. It is good. Yeah. It is. That's really one of good. the ones that I can still listen to from. Uh, you know, the first song to the last song. Me and D talked about like just runs on an album, and fucking, you get smells like Teen Spirit. You get In Bloom, Come As You Are. You get uh, fucking Lithium. Lithium. Oh my Dude, god. Dude, Drain You. You get Breed. I think pretty fast too. Dude. That's one of those things where it's almost like you can't even believe what you're listening to. Mm-hmm. It's like, I know. How is this even possible? Can you imagine it? Dun, it for the dun, first dun, time dun, 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 at that time dun, dun, when it's brand new. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, and there's still metal like like 
metal is still all over MTV, and then here comes these dudes, and it's like, what the what? Was it like overnight that everyone started dressing like these guys instead of like wanting their hair all fucking? Yeah, because even uh, even the girls Seems were wearing like yeah even the girls were wearing like ripped up jeans with um like flannel shirts and they there there were even girls walking around like with wallets attached to chains in their back pockets. Really? And okay. I mean pretty girls, you know. There was uh, it took over. Yeah, they killed it. Mm-hmm. They pretty much bust the door open but the thing about it is like Soundgarden had been mm-hmm. making noise before them hmm. you know I think they had a couple albums out we got but to see them Nerd- that's a good one. Oh, actually that might be one of my favorite that's my moment for all three of us is when we were lucky enough to see Burden in my hand oh that's one of those great. ones that makes me think of mom and I like couldn't believe that they played it yep that it didn't seem like so a song good. that they played and he even said, like, during the show, he's like, you know, this was a request from somebody. Yeah. And they fucking follow me into the, the desert. Fuck, dude. Are yeah. you kidding me? I was like, it was one of those ones where I just look over at mom and she's all. Yep. Oh, yeah. She sounded like Darth Vader at the end of Return of the Jedi. Take the mask off. <laughs> Yeah, that was a that was a surprisingly good show because I mean, first off, I was I was surprised that Soundgarden played before Nine Inch Nails, mm-hmm. but then when Nails came out and their production, I was like, I'm still <laughs> mad, I'm still mad about this it. is cool, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. they had all that video stuff in the back that was they were able to move around. So is shit. Prince your Prince is one of the um, like one of the artists that you are really torn up that you never got to see is that like the the big one i think that's like the only one that like keeps me up at night you know (laughs) yeah you know i think billy billy joe's big dude but i got to see him um wasn't able to see michael jackson but i never really felt like i would have even gotten an opportunity to see him regard he died on his farewell tour there was only going to be eight shows in london so i thought it was like 50 no dude it was like eight um are you sure about that yeah you can look we motherfucker we went to see this is it we were both there i thought he was they had 50 shows he said i'm doing eight of these bitches in the same regardless um yeah i don't know you know i think chili peppers are up there for me still i still want to see metallica um what's left of zeppelin would be the ultimate bucket list oh, but you yeah. know the only thing that i can think of that i'm like fuck like I had, I was right there. And I just, There's two that tear me up. Okay, Prince fucks me up, dude. Even thinking <laughs> about it pisses me off. Yeah, the two. Um, Speaking of that, take that goddamn shirt off, Dad. No. no. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Um, Jar. You too. I missed that show. Ooh, I think I know the other one. Oh wait, miss it? I I I was I I've never. We seen didn't you. start dating until like two weeks after. He Dude, went I'm to the show, and two weeks after we started dating, and it was it was October maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I it I missed was our shit. Baby. Yeah, that was our shit, and I did not go to that show, so I'm upset about that. Um, and the other one, which is weird, because at the time. I mean, I liked them, but I didn't dig them as much as what I do now, and that is Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. I, if I could have seen Pearl Jam I back think, in the 90s. I think you're forgetting one, too. Am I? Both of you. Together. Beastie Boys. Oh. God damn it. <laughs> oh, no. Why don't you have to remind me? God, Luca. You got free tickets to that, didn't you? Yeah, why don't you shut up? I'm just saying. I'm trying free to... tickets. Luca, stop talking <laughs> about it. We got free tickets and we got a ride home. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's just thinking about it. I'm like, fuck, that's rough. Because it was, uh, what that was, was it? just hideous. <laughs> it was the uh, intergalactic planetary, planetary, intergalactic. Well, now, don't. Do you want to tell the viewers what happened? Uh, we were riding up there. 
I was driving up there. Um, and driving I'll, like a mother trucker. Yep. Uh, on our way to the D. and um, Transmission gave out. Transmission Boom. gave out. God. <laughs> I had to pull over into a rest stop and wait for my dad to drive down the highway to the rest stop and pick us up and take us home. So we Without never, our car. Without our without car. Without seeing the Beastie Boys. Right. Fuck. Yeah. What it, year would this have been? Um, well, I had that red one, and he was, he was little, so I don't know. Probably 90, 97 or so? 96, was, 97? So I was a baby? Yeah, might have yeah. been. Huh. Yeah, might have been. Hmm. Cutest baby ever, though. He's a pretty cute baby. Yeah, I want to see what your baby's going to look like. Me too. Hairy as heck. Whoa, whoa. Hairy. Thick ass eyebrows. Big ass eyebrows. I get sad because I look, uh, I look in, I look down. I see my legs and my feet, and I only get the snapshot from the original Wolfman mm-hmm. when he changes for the first time. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what it was? It's when he sits down in the chair and he like unbuttons his shirt and he's freaking out. We see a shot of the moon, moon cuts yep. back, and we're just looking at like his legs and like and his the calves. Hair, the hair, you see the hair. Yeah, I'm like, fuck, dude, that's what my hair looks like normally. And this yeah. guy's turning into a goddamn beast. <laughs> he's turning into the werewolf. I don't know what uh, next thing I got on here, um, of like music moments. Uh, what about like uh, the big rap movement of the '90s? What do you remember about that? Mm, well, I started. I started like with the Beastie Boys and um, liked Ice Cube. Just him, or were you a um, fan of NWA? Uh, uh, more so. I think more so him, and then from him backed up into NWA. Okay. Um, uh, LL Cool J. Um, I don't know. What other rappers did we like? I was just asking what the movement of like the 90s rap scene, what that was like for you guys. The 90s rap scene? I mean, late 80s to 90s. Well, yeah, well, I, I, um, my fondest memories are when it first hit. Yeah. You know, which were what Rapper's Delight, which mm-hmm. was like the early, late, was, late 70s, yeah. 79 or so. Yeah. But then, like, when the Beastie Boys, Run DMC, LL Cool J came out, man, it blew it wide open. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was I was kind of resistant at first because I was I was a rock guy. Um, but the rhythm got me, you know. Mm-hmm. I couldn't I couldn't deny it. And I was like, yeah. Especially licensed to oh, yeah, and I mean it's it goes off in different directions. It was you know it's it's just like rock and you well, know. I mean, were you guys? Did you guys even care about the big East versus West no. coast thing that no, was going on? No, I like Snoop, um, but you know there was so many. There Doggy was just, style. That's an all time album right there. Um, That's a good one, man. It's a great name too. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, um, I. I I just kind of, I don't know, it was more like there were certain songs that would get me, like I like Too Short and, you know, stuff like that. And, yeah. You know, not that I would go out and, you know, get the CD or the album or whatever. I wasn't going to do that, but there were certain songs that I liked and certain artists. Um, but as a whole, like probably like the Beastie Boys, NWA, um, Ice Cube. Me too. What about like Wu-Tang? You know what? I never really... Got into them. Mm-mm. Tribe Called Quest? Them, I did get into a little bit, little. but not as much. Yeah. Um, he, JR really influenced me really with what, what I listened to. Um, he, he opened up my, my world musically because prior to him, it was classic rock. It was, I was a classic rocker, you know. 60s 70s that type of stuff mm-hmm. and um I, started, well, it's even I, funny I, now I, I wouldn't i mean i really wouldn't give anybody a chance 
you know, I, I was aware of them. I listened to them because of my friends, what they were listening to. Um, but I was really at my core, I was a classic rocker, but then I also got into, um, like the new wave, the punk, that type of thing. But sure. then when I started seeing, do when you I, hear me? yeah, when I started dating JR, oh, yeah. missing persons. slept on missing persons, <laughs> he opened me up more to like metal and the harder stuff. Um, which I wouldn't, I, I really wouldn't. People would try it and they're like, oh, you got to like this song. You got to like it. I'm like, no, I don't fucking like it. Is it the Beatles? Is it the Zeppelin? Then I don't like it. Um, really closed musically for years. Hmm. And so he kind of opened everything up. But then um, he was good about introducing things to me. Um, you know, we would have a lot of conversations that revolved around music. And um, so rap, you know, that op he opened the door, you know, what he listened to, I would listen to, and I would be more willing to give it a chance. Did your parents not like the music that you guys listened to? Like, did you ever get any, like... No, I think, uh, for well, me... Well, you like, your parents still listen to the shit that you listen to. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, one time it was... it was, And um, I still think on this moment uh, a lot. Um, I'd come home from... I was in my teens... I think and I had come home from baseball practice and it was like on a you know Saturday morning or something like that the practice was from like 10 to noon and it was you know just a few blocks up from where we lived um, but I got home and my mom was playing my fucking Ozzy album <laughs> Diary of a Madman oh fuck that's the best one I know <laughs> And what I'm song? Like, I can't remember what it was on at the point <laughs> when I walked in there, but I was just like, <laughs> I remember just kind of like, is this okay? This is Ozzy, and I walked over to the stereo because it was one of those big stereo consoles that we had at the time, or that were popular. That you would get, you know, and looking at the album spinning around the vinyl. And I was like, son of a bitch, she's listening to my Ozzy? <laughs> Mom! You know, while she was cleaning the house. I'm, well, that's what she did. She'd be cooking something and throw some a classic rock station on. I'm like, wow, this is mm -hmm. much more Much more open than what my parents were. They were against the stuff you listened to? They weren't against it. They just weren't interested. What are some of those examples of stuff that I listen to that you guys are like, oh my God, this fucking... I feel you like know, mom... I, don't, I don't know if there's a, there's anything there that it's like uh, for me anyway where it's like I don't care for it. I just kind of shut it off before I can make any judgment on it, mm -hmm. you know. Or yeah, because I don't want to do that. I don't want to judge it. You know, things that you that chance. you listen to that I didn't like. Yeah. Can, is there something you're thinking of? Oh, well, I think you're more picky than Dad is. You know, Dad's pretty open to listening to pretty much whatever. But there's definitely some genres of music that I feel yeah, like... Yeah, I'll ask like, questions. Like, who the fuck is this? Yeah, there's a lot of that. <laughs> and then you're like, what the fuck is this? I can't think of anything. You're going to have to... See, like, for me growing up, like, me listening to current music was me rebelling against my parents. Because mm -hmm. I'd be playing, I don't know, fucking Justin Timberlake. And it's like, what the fuck is... What? Oh, you because you did listen to a lot more pop than what I listened to. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when you got into your like, when you listen to your pop music, um, and I mean, I I let Bruno in the door with me. I thought that that was that was a step in, you know, positive step in the right direction. Yeah, <laughs> he's still in the closet, isn't he? Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, you were you were way more into like pop music than what what. I thought that you would be. Mm -hmm. Why would you think that? Why would I think what? That he wouldn't be into pop music. I don't know. Because... I don't know. Maybe because I wasn't. You know? Okay. And there it is. 
What? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a normal thing for me to say, so. You're right about that. <laughs> well, listen, what time have we got right now? It's late. What time are you going to be? It's 2 o'clock. I got to go to work. At what time? 8.30. You want to give any last words? Mm-hmm. Boy, the way that Miller played. <laughs> Songs that made the hip parade. Guys like us, we had in May. Those were the days. <laughs> Are you mad, man?